0: Hey guys, welcome to episode eighty six of Res Hockey. Uh, thank you for those who are joining us this week. Uh, my name is Trev, and with me, as always, is my uh, co-host.
1: Yeah. Bush. What's up? Not much. I'm great. I'm grateful. It's uh, it's it's too hot to be outside. Some the it, it the weather got too hot too fast. I think. It, it, and, and I'm enjoying, yeah. but it's uh we're still watching Cup Finals, though. we'll get that, yeah. to that in a second
0: but yeah like you said the weather's been really hot high high 20s low 30s yeah. maybe mm-hmm. but bush is a lucky indian though he has central <laughs> air so i don't know <laughs> should someone who has central air really complain
1: that's what i'm saying hey i could come ahead work office uh we didn't have no air conditioning, no fans, nothing all last week when it got to the so, thirties. So we had all the doors open and trying to get some kind of breeze and it was uh it was uncomfortable at times.
0: I bet. In my yeah. office I'm right underneath where the cool air comes out of the vent. Oh. So I gotta sit in my office with a sweater on every day. <laughs> I gotta go outside just to warm up. Yeah. I guess we're lucky mm-hmm. in either one of us, yeah, we're lucky either way. Uh, so yeah, welcome to epi- episode eighty six. Uh, thank you for joining us. Like I said, uh, Rez Hockey, we are recording on the traditional land of the Anishinaabe. We are recording on Treaty Tree territory, tree tree. home of Bush.
1: Yeah. So thank you, all Bush, my, for allowing all my relations. Us.
0: Thank you for allowing us to record this podcast, this show, on well, your not- your traditional lands.
1: Nothing's for free, though. Nothing's for free.
0: Bush is, uh, him him and uh, his people are, uh, berry pickers.
1: So, (laughs) yeah. There ain't going to be no berries if this, if this dry weather stays up. I know. dry and hot weather. Um, Yeah. Then there are going to be no blueberries. Damn it.
0: We're, we're lucky, knock on wood, that our area hasn't been, been, uh, no forest fires yet. Yeah. Uh, unlike the people like in northern Saskatchewan, northern Alberta, and now Quebec and right. Ontario, northern Ontario. So, uh, hopefully it stays like that. But it, it's a really dry, dry summer so far. I mean, yeah. it hasn't rained much in our area. So, hopefully, we get some rain soon. So, uh, Bush attended a powwow this weekend. So, hopefully yeah, you I did. did. Your, hopefully, you did your rain dance.
1: I did. I did some kind of <laughs> dance. <laughs>
0: uh, our guest for episode 86, he is from, let's say he was born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Bush and I don't know where, where he lives now. <laughs> we'll ask him when uh, later on in the show yeah. where he's from. But uh, our guest for this week's show is Ryland Parenteau. Uh Ryland played this past year in the East Coast Hockey League. He played U uh, Sports for Uni- University of New Brunswick. And he played a couple of weeks ago, last month, in the Freddy for Elsie Pukto Oilers. So, yeah, we're yeah. looking forward to sitting down and talking some hockey with Ryland. Uh, Because of the week, because of the week for this episode, episode 86, Uh, is Mr. Henry Thunder Blankets. Oh, yeah. I love that name. That's a sick name. Yeah. Um, This kid is, uh, where did he play? He played this past season with the, he played in the CSSHL, which is the Canadian Sports School Hockey League Mm -hmm. for Prairie Hockey Academy. So um, this kid was just drafted by the Melville Millionaires in the SJHL draft that they that they have each year so he was nominated by um r- one of his relatives bells who's uh who's a big supporter of the show so we thank you and wish you all the all the best of luck and uh your tryouts coming up uh well pretty soon they'll have rookie camps and whatnot so good luck and yeah. keep uh keep trying keep being deadly man shout outs do you have any shout-outs for episode eighty six?
1: Uh, Shout out to all the powwow dancers, the drummers, and the powwow committee for setting up this powwow this past weekend. Where? It was uh, held in Wazhushk at Powwow Island. Wazhushk Onegum? First Um, Nation.
0: What kind of powwow was it? Was it their annual powwow or was it?
1: Um, No, it was Aboriginal um, Abenoji Family Services um, honoring the children powwow. So really, it wasn't it was just, but it was held there.
0: Uh, for those who don't know who what Abenuger is, it's uh, what is it? It's a family a services, family, yeah, uh, agency here and that provides for, uh, the Canora area.
1: Is that it? Anything else? Yep. Ah, Um, okay, so those of you that know me, I like food, and uh, I went there. Not really to, you know, observe my culture, but I wanted to eat.
0: <laughs> uh, Nick, my son, Nick, too. He went out there Saturday and he texted me, dad, do you want any food? He's like, no, I'm good.
1: <laughs> so, and uh also there was a food vendors there. One, uh, one of the workers, there's a lot of uh, food vendors. There's a lot of uh, raffle prizes. Sorry. And I ended up scoring a raffle prize. I won a tote bag, a, a picture, and a $50 gift certificate for a seafood food truck that's going to be parked here at Canine Tire. I can't remember the name of it. Seaway? Seafood? Seaway? With Segway? that kind of Just stuff, kidding. like,
0: uh, <laughs> do you trust the food that's been, like, say, it's from the East Coast? Do you trust it coming like halfway across Canada? Well, we're pretty much right. half in the middle of Canada. Right? <laughs> yeah. So would you trust
1: it? Still flush? Well, seafood? I'm I'm guessing it it's uh it'll come in off the St. Lawrence freeway. Freeway. <laughs> <laughs> St. Lawrence. I'm guessing it'll come in as far as Montreal, and I think from there it'll be uh bust or flown into so? yeah. Connects the ocean, man.
0: What? But you got these little, well, these boats, right? Yeah, they'll come down the St. Louis Seaway compared to these big ships that cross the ocean. <laughs> well, maybe f- uh, fishing maybe, boats, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, you should ask the guy. How do
1: you get your your seafood? But Is I would, fresh? But, but I would trust it. Would you? Yeah, it's frozen. So it's not fresh. No. It's probably caught like a couple days ago, but it's frozen. Oh, no. so, so
0: do you think they catch it, then they freeze it, then rush it over to Kenora. It's like
1: Absolutely. Brush seafood.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you get the shits. <laughs> yes. Do you get the shits when you what happens when you eat like old seafood? Do you get the shits or
1: some people do. Some people probably throw up. Some people might exit both ends. It all depends how your body reacts to it.
0: Yeah. Well, let us know how you react.
1: Oh, speaking of reaction, I I read a little trivia uh, today. Ooh. So you know how some people say you're you're allergic to sh- to chocolate. Really? Have you heard about that? Like you know, chocolate allergies. Well, uh-huh. what they're what they're finding is that. When chocolate is manufactured in these third world countries, the the government allows a certain amount of cockroach parts inside the vats. Like it's say, let's just say it's a minuscule amount. Let's just say uh, five parts per million, right? What 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 people are trying to find out or is discovering is that people are actually allergic to cockroaches and not the chocolate itself.
0: That's gross.
1: Because you're eating chocolate, uh, you're eating cockroach parts. Look it up, man. I'm telling you uh, the. Cause there's because uh cockroaches are so rapid in these factories that they're allowed us like like as, as again like five parts per million I'm telling mm-hmm. you man that' was a little uh trivia I, I so kind like, now no...
0: on I'm only gonna eat chocolate that's from the US yeah Canada. Uh-huh. not not an imported chocolate no thanks uh next time I'm at uh 7 11 or
1: a, gro- a grocery store <laughs> I'm gonna read the label yeah <laughs> I'm telling you man I just I, I just think this stuff up and I try and, and I research a lot of it, so it's nice.
0: You should make a conspiracy video <laughs> about it.
1: I ain't going down no rabbit holes though. Oh, actually, I do have another shout out. Um, friend of the show, um, she's from Eagle Lake, Dryden area, uh, Stacy Williams, um. A while back, we talked about crazy fans at the Freddy. She was not one of the crazy fans. Uh, I guess she's been getting a lot of slack from it. Uh, people, we, people just assumed that it was her because she was cheering for her son. Obviously, you you exhibit some emotion, but honest to God, we are sitting beside her, standing beside her. She's not one of those crazy fans that, that jumps on the glass, that thrashes it, that screams at the refs. And I see, I see,
0: that's 50 that's 50
1: that's not me Stacey that's that, Trev that's, saying that's, that that's, that's, that's borderline right there <laughs>
0: but well uh, if, uh, so she, much, she, if people she, are saying <laughs> that if that was her so she must have done it before so <laughs> okay that's and that's uh, don't Sonic you dare it at Wadas. that
1: man you're going to we'll, going we'll just leave you. it at that <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh Valley. Stanley Cup Finals. That's uh Ooh. game one and two. Uh we decided to record it's uh on Tuesday instead of yesterday, which was a Monday, so yep. we could sit back, relax, and watch game two. Uh game Ooh. one and two, what have you uh what have you what are your thoughts on the, the last two games?
1: Um I'm thinking that Florida had an and Bobrovsky, they uh they were allowed to push teams over. And then the other teams didn't push back, except for Boston. Now they're running into a really, I, um, White Cloud's got the better medicine for the team yeah. because uh, Vegas they're they're deep. Like Eichel got rocked, he came back the next period, set up set up a goal, set up it was a nice pass. Like, I think Vegas is too deep. They're finding that out now that there are they're legit a good, they're legit just a good team. Yeah, I mean, Peter Angelo. You for, people forget that he won the cup with, uh, like, he led the St. Louis under our, under our one of our other cousins, Berube. Yeah. Um, Kachuk's off his game, or so they say. I just think he's just being held to, just being held in check.
0: Yeah, he's been getting misconduct, so he's kind of yeah. like twelve minutes he's in his box. Rested? You're totally. Your team needs you. Mm-hmm. and from someone who sat in a box for like 12 14 minutes in a like consecutively your legs get so numb sitting in the yeah in the penalty box then where once you get back on the ice your legs are rubber mm-hmm. like I that's the one thing I hated' is just getting those misconduct penalties because they really <laughs> they hurt you in the long run but uh like you said I like those reverse hits yeah like, yeah uh, that I was Barbashev, yeah. Barbashev, whatever. Bush is his name? But his reverse hits, man. Holy! Yeah. You know what? I I call those the Wacy wabits. Yeah. Remember when uh, Wacy uh, did that against? Um, who did he do that against?
1: Was it against your boys or was it against? Uh, uh
0: nope. He did it against. Who was the team that protested? Williams. Uh, oh, gold. Goldfish, good, good fish. Good, good yeah. fish, like goldfish, like. Goldfish. But yeah, like the first shift, Wacy just uh, re- some kid tried to think he could knock Wacy on his ass, yeah. but Wacy uh, reverse hit him and just let that that kid flew after he tried to hit Wacy. So, <laughs> so that was awesome to see. So every time yeah. I see a reverse hit, I think of uh, our friend of the show Wacy, how he re- reverse hit that kid. But uh, do you think Florida's done? They're down 2 zip.
1: They might win a game. They might bring it to 2, but, but I think I I think they're done. It's too bad uh, because I, I, I was hoping for Montour. Uh,
0: game 1, he came down to the right side just blazing speed, and he took a slap shot. It was 89 miles per hour. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Mean, this kid was coming full tilt.
1: Um, no, no, it was higher than that. No, it was 89. No, miles I think off. it was in the 90s. It was close to uh, 94. I Because I remember that shift. And he just... I think it was in the 90s. I really do. I know there was, there was one time he it was from power play from the point. here yeah, or whatever. A shot from the point. He reached 101 miles an hour. That's
0: like a snapshot for you. That's wow. that fall.
1: That's... Uh, well, it all depends on what kind of flex I have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, Montour's playing. I think at this point, he's trying to do, trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not hurting his team yet, but I think he has to just tone it down. I know he wants to win like everyone else does, but yeah. just tone it down just a little bit and just let his team step up because he's totally stepping up, right? And yeah. Playing like a machine. Uh, What about Zach Whitecloud? Oh, I like him. Oh, how, how much has he stepped out of his, I don't want to say comfort zone, but he stepped out of the shadow, right? And totally yeah. stepped up his game. Mm-hmm. You got the game-winning goal, game one. You got an assist last night. You think that was a high stick, though? That Mark Stone goal? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was high stick. Yeah. I don't know, but, but either probably, way... Either way, they would have won. What six? Yeah. Seven. So it wasn't like a, a one-one tie. No, the deciding goal, right? They were already up by like three or four. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't think that one really mattered. But yeah, I think Florida's done.
1: Yeah, they're up four um, nothing before Florida answered back. But they so,
0: <laughs> but still, you got two more games—the two hardest games to win of the season. So we'll mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes, but. Yeah, Zach Whitecloud, Brandon Montour have been playing really good. It's good to see Uh, Whitecloud, he's been on the power play. He was yeah. on the power play game one, which is – but they had a breakaway, though. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Uh, The other team had a uh, – Panthers had a breakaway when Zach was on the ice.
1: Oh. But they Zach, didn't score, though. What period is that? Because I I, cause I, to period. Period. I had to listen for the first period. That's in the first yeah. Team. Oh, okay.
0: So – uh, good on them though, they're playing awesome, and um, what else? Uh, what else? My mind just went blank. Uh,
1: <laughs> would you pay to go see the NHL Stanley Cup final to cross off your bucket list?
0: Oh, well, yeah, definitely, yeah, especially, I would too.
1: especially in Vegas,
0: like yeah. Vegas tickets are like 200 bucks, which is not bad. I mean. When I went to the lease game in Winnipeg, I paid three fifty yeah. for my ticket. So two hundred dollars American's not bad. No. Like if you and I were we're gonna go, well say we would go. Yeah. We would drive to Grand Forks, like North Dakota, mm-hmm. then fly from North Dakota to, to Vegas, stay for one night and fly back and drive yep. home. Mm-hmm. Maybe game five, we should do that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably easier to fly into this. I mean, to fly from North Dakota, right? Just cross the, the border with mm-hmm. our status card. Yeah. Because I don't have a passport. that expired. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know. But I would go to. I would go to. Yeah. Uh, so would I. cup. Like uh, former Cousin of the Week, Ernest, Ernest Jameson. Ch- he was uh, there for game there. one.
1: Yeah, I know. It was pretty cool. Got uh, decent pictures of it.
0: So he, he had a good seat, and he said it, the prices weren't
1: weren't as bad as
0: people were saying. So, but if it was in Toronto or a Canadian city, it'd be so expensive. Ooh, yeah. Look at round like round one in Toronto; they were we'd pay ten thousand dollars for a seat. Yeah, definitely not me. But you can go to Vegas and for a Sony Cup final game <laughs> for two hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, it's there's no logic in that. I'm curious to see how many how how much prices uh are in florida have they released the prices online yet they should
0: right because yeah. we'll we'll check that out but yeah. if there's a game five in vegas you never know i would go <laughs> so uh let's go to our let's, yeah let's go to our interview with uh okay Rylan. so right. uh yeah hold up hold up and uh, we'll be right back yay yeah. Res hockey would like to introduce you, our guest for episode 86. He is from good old Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Uh, he finished playing his uh, season in the ECHL. He's a former dub player, U sports player. He's uh, he's done it all. Whereas uh, hockey would like to introduce you, our guest, Mister Ryland Peranto. Uh, welcome to the show, Ry.
2: Thanks for having me,
0: fellas. Um. Uh. Yeah, thanks for joining us, even though it's probably a beautiful summer day in Saskatoon. <laughs> we really appreciate Uh Yeah. Excuse me. So, um, yeah, let's get started. Uh, you played this past season with Fort, with the Fort Wayne Comets of the ECHL. Uh, yeah. How was your season?
2: Uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, first full professional season, got that under my belt. So, um, yeah, I got, got a few games in. Uh, start of the year was a little... A little interesting started in Toledo and didn't get a game for the first month of the season I'd say and then uh uh fortunately enough got uh, got dealt in a trade to Fort Wayne and uh right off the hop got got playing a bunch so that was a, a good way to establish myself uh at the East Coast level a little better getting to Fort Wayne there this is a lot of syllables here
1: um the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. <laughs> is one yeah. of the historic rinks in minor hockey how was it playing in the coliseum
2: oh unbelievable so yeah it's it's known as the jungle around the east coast uh they they play uh welcome to the jungle that's our entrance song coming out <laughs> Guns and roses so uh yeah get get the people going and yeah we're pretty much close to a sellout almost every night and um yeah those the, the fans there are so passionate we're kind of the the big show in town and that's uh that's what people people come out to watch us play so that was a little extra motivation uh coming out going going to play in front of them every night so had uh, had lots of fun in that rink um i seen some of the pictures
0: that are posted online uh some teams in the coast have blue gold nets uh for yeah. the post
2: is that is that weird for you uh i used to think it would have been weird but yeah you don't even don't even think of it the, until you realize when you're banging your posts all the time with your stick, being superstitious, and then you look down and your your orange twigs now uh, almost completely blue. <laughs> <laughs> Not used to seeing that. Um, on that note,
1: we see a lot of goalies in their warm up. Like I see Skinner, uh, like pretty much bulldoze his own goal. Uh, goal. What What do you do for your uh, little? Do you got a little, uh, tick tick tock toe tap? big deal <laughs>
2: yeah oh yeah um if you watch me if you even yeah watch me play anywhere it's uh been been the same since i was probably 15 16 in midget um yeah i'm always skating to the corners keeping my gloves like visualizing and banging my stick like yeah i <laughs> from an outsider looking in <laughs> like, unless you're a goalie it probably looks crazy but you just need those things right to just to stay dialed and keep yourself uh even keel is with the flow of the games right what about dressing up like do you dress up the same every game every practice uh yeah i think like i know a lot of guys like to differentiate like going left to right or whatever i think i'm like i'm mostly like left to right too like just with skates and, and pads and stuff but it's something you don't even like think about right um i guess before games usually you try and like have like some bit of timing down like you want to have like full gear on it like the what would what would it be like six minute mark or something for me and then you head out and and go play the game but uh yeah I don't know just especially like the more you do it over time it's it, the more kind of automatic it becomes <laughs> and sometimes sometimes you can catch yourself and you're like I'm like you're getting your own head sometimes so I've had to kind of work my way against that over my like days and junior and college and stuff and definitely as, as you grow and and uh mature with age you realize that a lot of the stuff just wasted energy when you're trying <laughs> to prepare you know
0: it's funny it's funny that you say that because uh ever since I was in Bantam like in and I still do left right left right and I if I do <laughs> something wrong that I notice I'll like if I put on my race skate and I I'll tighten it I'll take off my right skate to put on my left skate and I'll start all over again. It's just, I do yeah. that in old timers. It's just in your brain. I see like, you do. I yeah. like, yeah. Like what if I do it wrong? Like what if I have a bad game? Cause I put on my right yeah. skate and tied it up first. So I'll untie my skate, and So that's why I always go to the rink early for old timers because just in case I make a mistake, I'll be able, yeah. I'll have time to it's, I don't know. It's funny that you say that because that in my forties, I still do the same thing.
2: <laughs> just getting in your own way sometimes yeah yeah
0: <laughs> um road trip what's uh tell us a typical typical road trip with the comments
2: uh the travel in our division wasn't too terrible everything was kind of within two two three hours uh the one the one tough road trip from port wayne would be the wheeling trip going to wheeling west virginia so that was about like five and a bit and uh yeah, that then they always seem to throw those in in the the second game and game in a three and three. So you'd be playing at home on the Friday night, get on the bus, drive through the night, get in at 3 a.m. or whatever, unpack the unpack the bus, get to the hotel, have a snooze, play that night in wheeling. And then of course they'd throw in a home game after that or something. So you'd travel both nights. And those are those are the weekends we kind of marked on the calendar. We're like, Okay, gear up boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what kind of hotel do they uh, usually put you guys up in?
2: Uh it's yeah, is- you, for the most part they've all been, yeah, really nice hotels and stuff. Like it's it's been uh yeah, been pretty lucky with that. Like they, they treated us really well there in Fort Wayne and so yeah, no uh no horror stories with the the hotels, thankfully so far.
0: <laughs> so is it like the the Marriott or like
2: say something like Super Eight? uh kind of somewhere in between usually between? a couple times i know we went to toledo i think we stayed at a marriott so they'll treat the boys sometimes and uh, i think in playoffs too we were in a really nice hotel in cincinnati so um yeah they they definitely took good care of us which is which is a, a big difference right at the, the east coast level
0: yeah speaking of cincinnati uh we had mark sinclair on the show last year how uh how did you guys do against cincinnati the cyclones
2: yeah, so that series went. Uh, that went seven games. So they oh, wow. uh, they uh, beat us one nothing in the seventh game. Game seven at home, like at uh, in Cincinnati, and we scored with I I want to say like less than five seconds left on the clock, and there was a very controversial call that, uh, <laughs> that got and it got it was got waved off for goalie interference and. When, I don't know if <laughs> none of a, none of a none of the fans or any of us uh, would have said it was goalie interference, but never <laughs> fail in a in a tight game like that. There's always going to be something that comes up, but uh, yeah, to to bring it to seven games, it was uh, it was a tight series, so it was a they were a good team for sure. Uh,
0: uh Mark played in the Freddy too with uh, Eagle Lake. Did you uh, did you see him at the tourney?
2: Ah uh, no, I didn't. I never caught Eagle Lake there, but yeah, I did. that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause we had some, some good goalie battles, uh, over the course of the year, a couple times when he was down cause he had got, gotten, I saw he gotten called up at the end of the year too. And, and, uh, played well. I think that was with Belleville. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. He's a really good goalie too. So that was, uh, it's always fun. Get, you get to see so many different guys and like reconnect with guys that maybe you've played against or with in junior and see where everyone's at so um yeah I, I never i don't i don't know mark uh personally but just from playing against them you uh yeah definitely g- gain an appreciation for for a guy's game right on
1: um you played junior for the prince albert raiders and the tri-city americans of the whl how was yeah. your junior days
2: yeah junior days were fun it was uh yeah and was lucky to be part of part of really good teams and um, started started my I guess officially started my junior days in uh, the Weyburn with the Weyburn Red Wings of the SJ Um, didn't make the Raiders as a 17 year old and uh, that was a big year for me to kind of take a step and I was uh, fortunate enough um, my coach there Bryce Toma gave me lots of opportunity probably more opportunity than a lot of 17 year old goalies would have gotten that year and Played a bunch and um, that kind of helped me, uh, kind of make that jump up to the to the Western League level and then played uh, eighteen nineteen with Prince Albert, uh, had two awesome years there and um, had some good teams and then uh, my twenty year got traded to Tri City so uh, got got a little taste away from home I guess after living in Weyburn and Prince Albert that's not too far from Saskatoon and. And then going to Tri City, that was a bit of a, an eye opening experience. Just moving to the states, being far away from home, but um, yeah, oh, I think it was good for me to just to kind of get get away a bit. And uh, obviously, uh, playing a different playing a different division in the league was was good too. And you see so many different players that you look back today, and it's uh, it's pretty impressive who who you look back and see you played <laughs> against. <laughs>
0: Uh, after junior, you went to the University of New Brunswick. Uh, what did you study, and how was it playing U Sports?
2: Yeah, that was yeah. I mean, that was an awesome decision by me to to go ahead and go 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 the U Sports route, and um, obviously go into a, a program such as the University of New Brunswick. Um, that was that was an amazing experience. Just so much history, just such a winning tradition there, and uh, to be a part of that for, for five years, that was, uh, that was awesome on the hockey side of things. And, and in the meanwhile, I got my, uh, um, bachelor of science in uh, geological engineering there and, uh, minor, minor in business administration. So, um, that was a little, little extra icing on the cake to, to an awesome five years there.
0: Right on.
1: um. A few weeks ago you played for the El Sip Tog Oilers at the Freddy. How was your experience playing with the Oilers?
2: Oh man, that was a it was a great experience like for to be a part of that team. It was the first I think that was the first ever at Atla- like team, like Atlantic team that had ever played at the Freddy. And yeah, it it was kinda I think it would have been three years in the making. I was supposed to play with them in twenty twenty. They had asked if I would join their team and Uh, that's, uh, one of my teammates in my first year at UNB, Trey Lewis. He, uh, he, he's from, from, uh, from there. And he, uh, he had asked along with another, uh, Mackenzie Brown. He's, he's from that area. He had asked as well. He plays with them. Uh, he didn't make it out this year, but, and got the ball rolling there. And then of course, COVID shut the, shut everything down and, so then when, it, when the time came around this year to, to have the opportunity to play with them, I, I yeah, I, I couldn't say no. And obviously it worked out with our season being done. And um, obviously, yeah, they had a, such, a, such a good team and such a good showing. We had, we had a really good pool, as you can tell, with PBCN and OCN meeting in the semis there. And um, just, yeah, it just didn't work out for us. And we're hoping uh, potentially getting back together for next year.
0: Yeah, we had Trey on the show last year. And uh, how awesome did Trey play in front of you at the Freddy? Oh,
2: man. It, it felt like old times. Like he was running and gunning. Like he's such a physical player. Like he's, yeah, it's, and just a presence on the back end too. Like his, his resume speaks for itself. Uh, Memorial Cup champion there with the, the Mooseheads and um, obviously winning, winning with the UNB as well. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Awesome experience to to reconnect, right, with an old teammate. Yeah. and having having a guy like that in front of you never never hurts being a goalie.
0: Uh, Bush and I uh, watched all your games, and we were saying uh, Trey's probably the one guy in the tournament that we don't want to get hit by because the <laughs> no. boards don't move, and that guy's solid.
2: Yeah, exactly. Especially with those uh those those hard boards there and and the the, the Trace Arena there. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, he was uh, a. <laughs> He's a force to yeah. be reckoned with out there. There's a almost at least one a game where he he blew a guy up out of his. <laughs> out of his.
0: <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another question: How how was it putting on an Oilers jersey? Did it feel gross or happy to put jersey, an Oilers jersey on?
2: Yeah, yeah. We were laughing about <laughs> that because with the orange on my pads with the with the comments, it actually it actually kind of matched. So, uh, yeah, I I grew up. Maybe a little bit leaning more towards being a Flames fan, but uh, yeah, any any day you get to get to wear the Oilers jersey, <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> I just say
0: that just to bug Bush because he's a big Oilers fan,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: so poor Bush. <laughs> uh, pregame tunes, uh, we always ask our guests what kind of music they listen to before a game because everyone's different. Some guys love rock, uh, country, uh techno so uh yeah. what kind of what kind of tunes do you listen to uh get yourself in the game
2: yeah my well yeah i have a playlist that i've just over the years i've just added more songs so it's just a, a just a mumbo jumbo full of i think there's like some classic rock some like heavy metal like electronic like edm um that's the one thing i don't think there's any country on the the, the pre-game playlist but i'm that's probably my favorite favorite type of music just uh doesn't quite get you going right (laughs) uh yeah Uh, kind of a a mix of just music from over the years so it's kind of the same same playlist of i don't even want to know how many songs are on that thing but it's uh whatever gets you going right (laughs) true (laughs) what about a meal what's your go-to meal oh chicken and pasta with tomato sauce that's been the same thing since forever it's a common trend with me hey uh
0: do you cook much while uh while you were in fort wayne
2: yeah yeah for the most part Uh, i lived with my girlfriend there uh so that that definitely helped too we would we would uh kind of take turns uh kind of being a chef for the night and we definitely utilize the air fryer more than anything (laughs) but uh (laughs) Yeah, we definitely try and uh, get creative as possible and um, try not to eat out too much, right? Trying to be a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I always
0: said? I always ask uh, guys who are on the show that played in the US if they're either a Walmart person or a Target person.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, we were Target through and through. Yeah, <laughs> taking advantage of it for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, that's what... I'm a Target guy too. I rather go to yeah. Target than while we're in the U.S.
2: Oh yeah, you got especially uh my girlfriend. with the the makeup and everything, she was having a heyday with all the, <laughs> all the U.S. brands. You can't. <laughs> any time. She was stocking up for the summer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have way better junk food in the U.S. too. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, I. Uh, every time I go to the U.S., I always have to stock up on like pop different kind of pop that they don't have up here so
2: oh exactly yeah No, it's uh yeah so that's been been a fun aspect too just yeah the fat a couple different fast food joints and and whatnot and yeah for sure yeah
0: it catches up to you after a while eh?
2: (laughs) yeah you gotta gotta be careful very very selective with it
0: (laughs) uh advice what advice would you give uh young goaltenders
2: Young goaltenders, uh, I guess, yeah, just, just to, I guess, take it, not take a single day for granted, for sure. Anytime you, you get an opportunity, opportunity to be on the ice, um, do it with a purpose. Cause um, as, as much as, as much as you don't really think about it, it, it does go by fast. Like looking back on my career, like it's, it's crazy how, how, uh, how time has just flown by and there how many opportunities you may or may not have to whether it's to be a starting goalie or to to win a championship or whatnot and to just to yeah take advantage of of uh any opportunity you get because you never know never know when when uh, your next one will be and obviously at the end of the day to to enjoy it in the process because yeah if you're not enjoying it then what's the point yeah
0: true yeah uh, do you have any plans for any plans yet for the 23-24 season?
2: Uh, not not set in stone yet. Uh, it's still a little early in the off season. Um, the the east East Coast uh, protected lists come out in a couple days, I believe. so that would uh, that will kind of get the ball rolling with things depending on whether or not uh, Fort Wayne wants to, wants to hold my rights uh, for negotiation. But, uh, yeah, still still kind of wide open and still exploring things, for sure.
1: Right on. Right on. Okay, Rylan, before we let you go, we have a little segment that's called the five rapid niche questions. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Trevor, <laughs> we, we got to keep stats on one of these.
0: We do. We got to keep stats on what everyone <laughs> says because I think it's been 50-50 on all the answers so far.
1: Yeah. 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 No pressure, Ireland. No <laughs> okay. All right. Number one. Yeah. Uh, baked or fried bannock.
2: Oh, fried for sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. You got you use the jam or no?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be jam. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever used a bed sheet as a curtain or a door?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. First year of college. Bed- <laughs> up there. Yeah. That's your
1: partition. <laughs> Uh, uh, have you ever seen Ernest Muñoz live in concert?
2: No, no, I missed him. Missed him at Freddie. Uh, Indian Taco or Bannock Burger? Oh, I think we got to go Bannock Burger. Ooh. and it's good. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be Bison. <laughs> All right, our
1: fifth and final question is the most honest one: is Can you jig?
2: Oh man. <laughs> No, I, even if I tried, you, no one would want to
0: see it. (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your summer schedule and whatnot to come and join us and talk some, talk some hockey, man. And we we
2: really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. No, thank you guys for having me. I had lots of fun.
0: All right. uh, We'll keep in touch and uh, we'll uh, wish you
1: all the best.
2: That's for sure. Thanks. Same to you guys. All Thanks. right. I'll see yeah.
1: you. Hi. <laughs> oh,
0: you should for Halloween. You should shave your beard and your goatee and just get a a, a Borat mustache. A Borat mustache. And go go out for Halloween as Borats. <laughs> that'd be hilarious
1: yeah uh yeah. another
0: another great another great interview uh <laughs> with uh Rylan. i know you just got me distracted with borat <laughs> so, yeah it's uh it was awesome to, to sit down and talk with ryland so yeah he's uh he's one one of the better uh goalies in indian country so thanks again for, Rylan for sitting down and hanging out with us for a bit and talking some hockey. Uh, this week, Bush has the top five. I do. So, take it away. Take it away. The floor is all yours. All right, Bush. Okay.
1: I w- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because I went to the powwow and I was looking around, I was sniffing out the food vendors. I decided to come up with t- top. Five powwow snacks that aren't necessarily the most um, healthy but they're the most popular at powwow amongst powwow vendors and participants number one bannock by itself but you gotta have jam with it
0: that's the thing like me personally I would prefer baked bannock over fried bannock
1: I yeah, they're uh, just, it's easier to uh, to deep fry it at uh, at the power, yeah, right? True. Yeah. They, they can't exactly haul industrial ovens there.
0: Well, some like some
1: places do. Yeah,
0: has to be raspberry jam though.
1: Yes, raspberry jam or straw. Yeah, I, know. I like the like raspberry jam. Yeah, we'll get more on that later. And number two, speaking of Bannock, you gotta have the Bannock burgers with it.
0: Uh, yeah. Fake burgers or real burgers?
1: Oh, depends what the health unit allows you to do. Uh
0: Real cheese or processed cheese? Oh, I got to go real cheese. But not too many places sell Bionic burgers like real cheese. They use like fake. Yeah. He's it's a... not even, it's not
1: really cheese, really. they the right? slices. Yeah. It's like president's <laughs> choice.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Cheese slices. And then, uh, lately, what's been gaining ground um, with the powwows is the lemonade. Not like a little cup of lemonade, but they get a big, like, it's like a one liter full uh, of the flavor lemon, obviously flavor, but they put a whole bunch of fruit in it. They put blueberries, they put strawberries, they put watermelon. That's good. That's healthy, though. Nick
0: came home with a big cup of uh, lemonade, and it was half a lemon. So,
1: yeah. It's that's, that's really good.
0: That's good. Just as long as they're not putting cups and cups of sh- like sugar in there. Yeah,
1: I know they got to get that mixture right. And this is a personal favorite. back in the day, Um, I seem to remember there was a lot of cotton candy flying around Pow Wows in this region. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that for some for some reason they just there's a lot of kids running around with cotton candy.
0: We should do that next, Pow. Out here in uh, Rat Portage, was just going to We used to go to wholesale and just grab a bunch of candy and we'll sell it. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: let's try. It. Yeah. We'll buy three hundred dollars worth of candy and we'll just like double our money, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> bootleg candy. Yeah, yeah. And then the number number one, I think, for Paul snacks <laughs> or foods. Hold on, hold
0: on. Time out. <laughs> You started off at number one. You said Did number I? two, number three, number four, and then you go number oh. one. <laughs> okay, this is the I'm top nervous. answer. Yeah, and the top the, answer. The, the, most top popular, answer.
1: <laughs> the most popular answer is Indian tacos. I right think. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of it on your in your little styrofoam plate. Ground like beef, cheese, yes. salsa,
0: sour cream, tomatoes, lettuce. and lettuce
1: plus the two pieces of bannock that come with it
0: on your Indian taco dude
1: yeah what do you mean, think dude. what do you think all that stuff's floating on You said two pieces well I mean half and half right oh
0: I don't cut mine like when we have Indian tacos oh. for supper I just leave like the, the top really yeah do you cut yours in half
1: some people uh vendors do wow that's but an I interesting
0: have, thing. Yeah.
1: Well, because you put more of it on one, right? <laughs> it's license <and> level.
0: <laughs> now I'm so
1: confused. I know. So so,
0: pe- so people, so, when you eat when you eat Indian tacos at home, do you cut it in half or do you just leave it as one big piece of bread and just put wow, your no. toppings on? That's a I never knew people would cut the the bannock in half. Yeah. Hmm. You Ojibwe's, you Ojibways. <laughs> so that's a good top five. Uh, yeah. powwow season's heating up, it's yeah. gonna be a busy summer. Um, if there's one around your community, go, 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 uh, go watch, go, go dance around the circle, listen to the drum, and you'll feel well, way better. I mean, even if you just dance one song, just. Yeah. It's it it helps you you feel way better after
1: dancing. So you kids grab your grandma and dance with her one 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 time around the circle. Yes, you will not forget it.
0: Uh growing up, unfortunately, in my area, my community, we never had POWs growing up. Um, I think my first pow I attended, I was probably 19 18 19 when i like i lived in thunder bay for like a number of years and i just never went to a apollo until i was older it's just our our community there was a lot of churches different churches different religions um on our community so we never had we never had pavos so something that i missed out i guess growing up but but yeah Just thought I'd share that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yes, anyways. (laughs) Anyways, uh, on with the next thing. Uh, I asked Bells where, uh, where, um, damn, I can't even think of his name now. I apologize. Hold on. Do do where Henry Thunderblanket is from. And Henry is from treaty number six. Sweetgrass First Nation. So we just—I thought I'd mention that about Mister Henry Thunder Blanket. I love that name. That's an awesome <laughs> name. I wish I had a cool name like that instead of Trevor. I mean, my last name, <laughs> Henry Thunder Blankets. <laughs> I mean, that's a cool last name. Yeah. So uh, yeah, good luck. Henry, in your future, uh, good luck with your training, because I'm sure he's training this summer. Yeah. Eating right and the Hulk Hogan. What did Hulk Hogan used to say? Say your prayers, take your vitamins. while he was all juiced all the time.
1: He had his own vitamins he was taking. I
0: remember (laughs) I had his weight set as a kid. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. So.
1: Say your prayers and eat your vitamins, kids. that's always or something like that
0: yeah well he was just a juice monkey (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: so uh connor roulette got traded to the spokane chiefs from the saskatoon blades uh last week so good luck to connor um on hopefully the spokane chiefs will have a good year i mean unfortunately they were last in their conference this past year but um I think it's about ice time, right? You want to get better. You'll get a yeah. lot of ice time. he will get power play time. So good luck, Connor. Um, Spokane's, uh, Spokane's a nice city. Uh, not sure about the colors, though. They have Montreal Canadian colors.
1: Oh, really?
0: So yeah. So I think that's the only downer. It's just the colors.
1: I still wish I had a photo of you wearing those uh, Montreal socks that game. That would have oh. been nice to post. It would have been
0: <laughs> true. Worst socks ever. Uh, I got an interesting thing right now. Um, Mike Babcock, he's gonna be oh. getting hired by the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I wonder if Roddy Ross might go down that trail of uh Columbus if he signs with a like, Columbus's minor league team. Um In the minors or ECHL, AHL, because I'm like, why wouldn't you want to sign Roddy Ross? Right, he's one of the best goalies around in U sports.
1: I still can't believe I was going to ask you that. (laughs) Ask me what? Is that Roddy Ross playing?
0: (laughs) We're standing. We're standing (laughs) in a a group, group of canoe (laughs) lake. Yeah. Uh, people, they all have jerseys on. Roddy's girlfriend was standing in front of us, and she just looked at you like, "Who is this guy?"
1: <laughs> but I didn't turned- ask out loud though. I didn't. I, I didn't say that. I. I goofed. I said, "Oh, geez, Trevor." I was. I was gonna. I just had a brain freeze. I was. I, I was gonna ask you that, but then I realized, yeah, that's him. But.
0: But do you do you think there's a possibility that he can turn pro and sign? I, I think where? so. Sign with. Columbus's uh, farm teams, because yeah, that's something we should uh, keep an eye out. Maybe mm. we'll ask uh, Canoe Lake Young Guns manager Bell's if she has any uh, info. But yeah, you heard it here first. People, if Roddy signs with uh, Columbus or one of their minor league teams, because a lot of the times with like junior hockey pro. Mm-hmm. Uh coaches when a coach is hired, they'll bring in their former players, players that they know they will skate hard and play hard for the coach, right? So and we already had a good season with when Babcock was in University of Saskatchewan, where Roddy played last season. So it'd be be interesting. <laughs> uh this past Saturday, you went to Winnipeg I and got did. Fitted for skates. Where did you go and how was it getting your foot uh, fitted for skates?
1: I thought you were going to say massage.
0: <laughs> See that. I mean, you should have said I got fitted for skates and later I went or before I went for a
1: massage. Oh, uh, You know what? The whole process was a little bit of a cluster because when I got there, um they went to turn the iPad on and I realized they had no it wasn't charged up from the night before. I guess last yesterday's staff, they each said that can can someone please charge this for tomorrow and no one actually really did. So I had to wait for about half an hour for it to charge up.
0: What store did you get What I, I him.
1: I just well, I was in the I was in the neighborhood of Polo Park vicinity, so I just went to Hockey Life. Uh Pro Hockey Life? Office. Of St. James, yeah, because I had to go to Best Buy in Polo Park. Actually, I go to Polo Park, so I was just there.
0: So, what and... was the pro- what was the process? Tell the listeners.
1: So, what happened was I I took my my shoe off and my and my uh, sock off to reveal really sweaty feet. No, just kidding. Um So, <laughs> it was plus thirty. I was you probably did I sweaty feet. No, so what happens is they have uh, they have the, the true skates. They have their own pad that's, that the sensors from the, their program from the iPad picks up. So you step on this foot pad, barefoot, and you got to lean a certain way. You got to almost put your knee over top of your toes, lean forward a little bit. And then they go around, and they take the pad, and they take – uh, an image at every increment of the clock. So they take a, one at 2 o'clock position, one at 4 o'clock position, one at 6 o'clock, one at 8 o'clock, 10 and so on. And they do that for each foot. It's a little bit of a process. takes about five minutes to make, on each foot at least. They want to make sure they got everything and then they, uh, and then they take a front and back or they take a front photo of each foot. So that was kind of neat to, to, to see them do it.
0: Uh, for yeah, when you get your skates done, you are allowed three letters or two hockey numbers. What did you do for your tongues?
1: I'm not that vain. I'm going. I went uh, old school. I just put. Nah, I got nothing. I didn't put really. Anything in my you should have yeah. put
0: like number two or something. No, I
1: was. I was gonna. I was thinking of Boris Mirnov in the early in the mid '90s with the Oilers, but it's like nah. I'm good. Next I'm not- question
0: is: Did you cut your toenails?
1: Did I? <laughs> <laughs> I I trimmed them really good. I filed them down to make them look really presentable.
0: <laughs> so did there was no dumb and dumber happening. There when, was no uh, dumb
1: and dumber when they when they took the uh, when Lloyd was getting grinder the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I made sure that they were, I, uh, you know, clean and neat, filed down, polished, and uh, you know, like good toes. Did you get good, a good toenails? Uh, pedicure before you went. No, I should have. You should have. Next time, I guess. Maybe next time. So you got true skates, correct? Yes. I got true skates. Uh I was looking at the Bauer skates, but they're a little bit too pricey for me. They're oh, uh on. they start at 1499. The Not new $14. ones. Is yeah, it the, yeah, the, yeah, like the brand, the, brand new ones that were a brand
0: there. new Hyperlite 2s?
1: Yeah. Oh, those are nice. I know, but I figure um the only way I get those is if uh, if uh, Wacy and Jesse and everybody call me up to go play in the Freddy next year, because I I would need all the speed I can get. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so how long will the will pro- you be
1: waiting for
0: the final product?
1: <laughs> Excuse me. Um, the guy said anywhere from uh three to actually two to four weeks. That's not bad. No. Are you excited? I'm very excited because these are probably going to be the last boot skates that I'll get hopefully
0: I've had my skates for five going on five years and they're starting to wear down so by the time you're in your mid late 50s oh yeah
1: the late 50
0: you're good you're good so would you recommend <laughs> people getting custom-made skates?
1: I would recommend definitely after their after their probably early twenties, because that way your feet for sure have stopped growing. because one of the questions they ask you is, they do you want room to grow?
0: Really, they asked that?
1: He, yeah, they asked you. They asked me in the, my questionnaire. Said, He's just like, I'm in grow? my freaking fifties. does it look like I'm still growing? Well, no. Like he he he, he asked that sarcastically. He just said, oh, he looked at me he said. You, you don't want room to grow. He, he knew what I was, but, but yeah, I would recommend it. If you have problematic feet, if uh, you think that your feet are wide or too wide for the conventional skate, uh, spend the extra money, your knees, your hips, your feet will thank you five or five years down the road because you won't be, uh, you will be compensating for it any our support or anything like that. I think it's better
0: off because like if you think about it if you pay $1500 for a pair that's going to last you f- up to 5 plus years mm-hmm. instead of you buying a pair like $700 skates every every year or every 2 years because yeah like it, like to be honest buying a better pair is, is going to last longer and it's better because yeah. when you buy the intermediate the lower end skates they'll wear out faster so mm-hmm. you have to buy a new pair so invest in a nice pair of skates because you have to take care of your feet because if you don't you won't be able to play hockey you'll get Mm -hmm. right so take care of your feet and they'll take care
1: of you on the ice yeah and for me uh for for some reason i i I suffer from lace bite or snake bite what they call it uh the tongue folds right into your right into the front of your foot and your tendon. it's a bruise. So I chose a hard tongue. So if you can custom get a hard tongue well, for your skate boot, then go get it.
0: So yeah, Bush had to copy me and get true skates. So yeah, I don't know perhaps. how I feel about that yet. Maybe I'll shoot at his feet on purpose. Just to...
1: <laughs> In July so F- or no?
0: Yeah. F you for copying me, man. There's a shot right in the ankle.
1: Hey, man, I had to pay for these, unlike you. Yeah, true. I don't think...
0: <laughs> I think I'm getting true skates so I I will have to pay
2: <laughs>
0: pay um coming up uh end of the month ju- uh, June uh June 29th and July 2nd is the uh, the draft uh, the click cup in Thunder Bay Ontario yeah. um it's a memorial tournament for the late Casey Tate uh Casey Tate was my one of my buddies man that guy was he was a really good guy so now Titus simple out of Thunder Bay puts on a memorial tournament. It's a draft style tournament where you just put your name, excuse me, you know, um, on Facebook on their Facebook page, and it's sixty dollars per player. So they have a Facebook page, uh click cup. So go to their Facebook page if you want to play. And it's a really fun tournament. Um for 60 bucks, it's not bad. So it's a draft style tournament where they uh, Titus will announce the captains of each team and they'll just go around drafting players. So, uh, we're not sure if Bush and if Bush and I are going, are we? We'll to try, uh, we're gonna try, but it'd be fun. So, if you're in the Thunder Bay area, June 29th to July 2nd, go play some hockey because mm-hmm. uh, hopefully Bush and I will show up. So, it's always good to. Playing these memorial tournaments for people that we, that we played with that unfortunately passed on to the spirit world. So because Casey Tate was a nice guy, he was a really funny guy. Uh, the last time he played here in North American, I played against him, and he came up to me in Shooters and he goes, "Holy shit, Trev! You almost broke my ankle when you <laughs> when you slashed me." Cause I gave him a really good two hander <laughs> right in the feet. <laughs> I I did it on purpose. I just want to let him know I was there, so I gave him a little love tap. But <laughs> he was uh, he was he was comical. He, he he was loved by everyone. Um, junior players, uh, junior camps, prospects camps are starting to come up around all over Canada and the U.S. Uh, remember, stay in shape. Stay focused, stay committed. Um, I know a lot of these, a lot of the times, a lot of people, friends, and family who don't play hockey and who aren't committed want to associate with drugs and alcohol. But I know it's hard. Peer pressure is a bitch. It's it's something that it always happens and it's there. But do your best to stay focused, stay Mm -hmm. committed because in the long run, long run it's going to be really beneficial for you to stay on that positive road of uh living a lifestyle of free of drugs and alcohol um especially when you want to play a high-end hockey because it's not like how it was back then when i played because i remember when i was uh 20 years old i was going to junior camps and i was i was going to our main camp and i was i'd we I'd get home at seven in the morning and be up nine o'clock, <laughs> ten o'clock in the morning to go to training camp. And I didn't, I didn't train. I didn't, I wasn't focused. I was more, more, uh, more worried about my social life. Yeah, um, it happens. It happens, and, and I was more worried about just being cool and going out with my friends and going to the bar. And but now I just. With this show, I, I want to tell the youth that they, they lived that lifestyle of no drugs and no alcohol, and that I wish I would have did it because it's uh, something that I – I uh, it's the wrong world that I, I chose. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of camps. So good luck to everyone that's attending these Prospects camps all over Canada. Um, keep trying hard. Um, if you if you don't get the call back, there's always other teams, other camps that are happening. So just keep trying hard, keep working hard, keep being dedicated, and uh, eventually you're gonna get a call. And we, if uh, anyone needs any help, any any guidance or any advice, shoot me a mess, shoot us a message on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of coaches throughout Canada and the US. And teams are always looking for players, so shoot us a message if you need help. Um, we'll be more than happy to to help you out and try to get you on a team because, like I said, teams are always looking. Um, anything else before we skedaddle for this week? I think I'm good. You think you're good?
1: I think I'm good.
0: Whoa, that was lost, man. (laughs) I gotta catch my breath. I need my. Yeah. uh before we go next week well what episode 87 I'm sure Stanley Cup Finals will be done is yeah. Florida is Florida finished and f- will Vegas win the cup
1: oh I think Florida is done
0: because there's a yeah. game Thursday and a game probably Saturday
1: yeah uh, I hate I hate to say it for our cousin Montour but I think our cousin white cloud has more uh, has better medicine
0: yeah he's smudge his sticks yes put cedar in his skates mm-hmm. i knew a, i played hockey with a guy uh he put he'd put cedar in his skates did you ever see that a player do that no
1: i, no? Well, I mean maybe but i i don't know if they did it out in front of me or if i walked in the dressing room too late that probably be, uh one of the times where you walk in at a quarter quarter or 50 minutes to game time and and the veterans are all dressed up looking at you as you crack a beer, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I noticed, well, it was after the game and he was taking the insoles out of his skates. And when oh. he did, I noticed there was cedar and I was like, oh, geez. So maybe we got to try that to help, oh, us yeah. help us get faster. Yes. Or put some in your gloves. Maybe you'll get some soft hands.
1: Some soft hands, yeah.
0: Maybe you can pass me the puck on the tape for once.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of behind you,
0: <laughs> instead of my tux. Yeah, you know I'm playing with Bush when my I got a bunch of <laughs> puck marks on my tux. Yeah, <laughs> I just gotta clean them off with my towel <laughs> when hockey's done.
1: Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, nothing else. Nothing else.
0: Nothing else. So yeah, I think Vegas is gonna win. I think.
1: Yeah.
0: It's too hard in the Stanley Cup Finals to come down to come back from two zip, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like even though they did that with Boston, but this is the Stanley Cup Finals, right? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, but you never know; they might make it interesting, but we'll we'll see. So, with that being said, uh, thanks for uh, joining us for another episode of Res Hockey um, tomorrow, which is Wednesday, Wednesday. June seventh. We have a big announcement with our sponsor who our sponsor is. So we'll be uh, letting everyone know on our social media pages who's uh, who decided to sponsor us. It's uh, pretty excited and pretty surprised, I guess. Right. So, (laughs) so uh, thanks uh, for joining Bush and I, thanks for hanging out with us for the last hour or so. So we really appreciate it. So uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Take care everybody. Take care of each other, love each other, and respect each other. And we'll uh, see you next week. Yeah. Peace.
1: Peace.